0: Deadlines Crew Call is brought to you by HBO, presenting The Last of Us. Nominated for 24 Emmys, including Outstanding Drama Series and Outstanding Lead Actress in a Drama Series for Bella Ramsey. Don't miss the series critics call a masterpiece. The Last of Us is now streaming on Max. <phone rings> Helping to push the summer box office to the $4 billion mark is Sony's Equalizer 3, which is set to conquer Labor Day weekend. Here with us today on Crew Call is the franchise's director, Antoine Fuqua, and producers from Escape Artists, Todd Black and Jason Blumenthal. Antoine Fuqua, Todd Black, and Jason Blumenthal, welcome.
1: Thank you. Thank, Thank you. you.
0: One of the big stars, in addition to Denzel Washington in this movie, is Italy, which leads me to ask, what were the earlier iterations of Richard Wink's screenplay, and was Italy always in the mix?
1: Italy was always in the mix. Richard, uh, Richard wanted to always put Robert McCall uh, in Europe, and Antoine agreed with that, and obviously Jason and I... We we, we we wanted to stay in Boston. No, just kidding. We were we were thrilled about going to uh, Europe, and it really was never a consideration. I mean, we, we you know we all said yes, Europe immediately. We wanted to give it an international flavor, and we knew Antoine could kind of pull that off better, probably than anybody around, just because of the way he shoots and the, his his story sense. So it was it was kind of that that was from the beginning and. Richard's like, but we're not, we're not dumb. We know that
2: Denzel loves Italy. So if we had, you know, we might've had him at Italy and then we had to deliver, but you know, it was a place we all really wanted to go shoot. And it was the most amazing experience. I know of my career,
3: hands down. Yeah. Fantastic.
0: So no 40% tax rebate. Oh, that had a lot
1: to do with it. Sure. That had a lot to do with it. (laughs)
0: Yeah. Antoine, how is it to shoot there? Because, you know, you have a lot of small villages. There's a lot of cobblestones. I got to imagine, practically, it can be hard to set up.
3: Yeah, you have to shift your mindset, right? Because of when you're in Chinichitta, the, the studio, that's easier, of course, in Rome, right? Because it's a studio. But once you leave there and you go to the Amalfi Coast and these small fisher, uh, fisherman towns like uh, Atrani on the Mediterranean, it's not set up for filmmaking. And so you have to bring everything in there. And the the wiring system is obviously ancient, right? Because it's a beautiful, that's part of the beauty of it. So you have to bring everything in and you have to, you know, we had to slow our mindsets down and start to go at their pace, right? You know, the roads are about this narrow and it takes a little longer to do everything, you know? So the most complicated thing was really learning to slow down, getting used to all the steps, right? There's like 700 steps to get to the church. When I first got there, they told us. I said, "How are we going to get the equipment?" They said, "Donkeys." We didn't see one donkey. This is my crew carrying boxes and equipment with cigarettes hanging out of their mouths. You know, so that scene where you see the old lady say, "Slow down," to McCall, yeah, that's that's that was to all of us.
1: Exactly. Uh, also, you know, we were in a real village shooting, so we were in people's apartments and homes and. There, there's, you know, their streets, if you will, the, the piazza. And we- they're not extras. Those people are not extras. They're
2: residents. Yeah. We, we really were, used- we were invited. Yeah. We were invited into their town, into their village, into their homes. And I hope that Anthony, you felt that on the, mo- you know, on the screen, you know, you should tell Antoine what you told us about how you liked the movie, but um, I hope that came across because that was real. You can't fake that.
0: I was gonna say, what a bold move for an action film. Most of this is subtitled. Yes. I mean, it totally works, of course, but I found that to be very interesting. You went pure authentic on it.
3: Yeah, I mean, to to Tom Rothman's credit, you know, we all sat in the room, me, Todd and Jason, Richard and Denzel, we wanted it that way. And to Tom's credit, he was okay with it, you know? We had to obviously sort of have it covered in both ways, which we did for protection. But uh, to his credit, he signed off on it.
1: And like Richard and Antoine and Denzel said, an Italian talking to an Italian is not going to be speaking in English. It doesn't make any sense. So,
3: not in Italy.
1: You're not in Italy. So, you know, we're lucky that they even got to speak English. So, yeah. you know, they don't speak a lot of English. So, you know, just it would have been uh, not authentic had we done it that way. And Denzel's whole thing and Antoine's whole thing is we got to be authentic that's why these work
2: and i think by the way and i think our audiences respect that we respect them with that right because we're trying to be real right we, we you know we're we're not dumbing down our movie we we really and i think that's what makes it feel i think global in terms of the way we were able to you know kind of build that throughout tell me about
0: richard wank's screenplay You know, there's some riveting action scenes. First of all, let's talk about how he arrived at them. And I don't want to spoil too much. This movie opens just fearlessly and really pulls you in. There are literally things I've never seen in other action films. Does that take him a few months to get to? Is he very detailed in the screenplay or does he keep it short, Antoine, so that you can expound on it on the set?
3: It's a little bit of both, <clears throat> you know. He, Richard is a very detailed writer, but you know, from the very beginning in Equalizer One, we would spend a lot of time together just talking about the action, and it was really always about. It was like dialogue. The action had to feel like it was part of the dialogue, and so you know, we would look at the setting and really discuss the situation. And you know, one of the things we all agreed on was that there's no such thing as a fair fight, you know, and violence happens uh, quickly and brutal uh, if someone knows what they're doing. And so those sort of uh, mandates led us down the road to the, the events you saw and the details of the action. So like in the beginning, McCall's in a darker place, so he's a little more brutal <clears throat> towards those guys. Um, and so that journey leads all the way up to Vincent at the end that he has to deal with and that uh, – Terrorizing, the way they terrorize people, the slow burn. Yet you know.
1: the other thing, Anthony, you have to remember is we've all worked together now. This is our third one, so there's a shorthand with Richard. There's a shorthand with Antoine. There's a shorthand with me and Jason with Richard and Antoine, and there's a shorthand with Denzel in that you know he's this is his third time playing a character that he really. Un, he, first of all, he trusts Antoine. 150 percent and and you know his whole thing is authenticity so as long as the action the action could get big and fun but if you kind of watch the movie you know as, as much as we could we do go for fun but we try to use all the objects in the room so to speak even if it's a gun
2: to that point we you know I love, we love when you say the action is amazing and that we've made an amazing action movie, but we never set out to make an action movie. We've always made a character movie where the character just happens to be really fucking good at action, right? And Antoine is never, I don't, we've had chances to just do you know, window dressing action that doesn't have anything to do with what our character is really trying to do. And none of that ever happened in these movies. Everything that's going on is for a reason and for a purpose but it starts with the character. And we've got the GOAT playing that character. We've got the greatest actor playing a character three times. And we get, with the audience, to watch that story evolve over these last three films. And I am I can't tell you that. I think this is our best one. I, I really believe that.
0: Deadlines Crew Call is brought to you by HBO, presenting The Last of Us. Nominated for 24 Emmys, including outstanding drama series and outstanding lead actress in a drama series for Bella Ramsey. Don't miss the series critics call a masterpiece. The Last of Us is now streaming on Max. And what makes him different from other action heroes is that he's rather precise. Well, first of all, there's always justice in what he does. Number one. First and foremost. Like, I'm thinking about that scene in the restaurant where he puts the the finger, you know, right in the guy's hand. First of all, he has a different fighting style. He's unique and he's smarter. And, of course, more piercing. I think that's what makes him stand apart, correct me if I'm wrong, from a Bond or from Tom Cruise's Ethan Hunt. He's really sharp.
3: Yeah. Yeah, you know, he's not about spectacle, really. He's about efficiency and... He's like a samurai, you know? Um, Sometimes a situation uh, with the nerve is more interesting. You know, he could have flipped the table and done some cool stuff, but that's not as interesting as something as simple as that. So, you know, the thing with McCall and the thing with Denzel Washington is that he doesn't ever see himself as an action star. He's just a character playing a role and all his decisions in the action is based on that, It's not really for spectacle.
0: This is still Denzel Washington's sole franchise. Have all of you spoken with him about another possible franchise? I mean, franchises aren't
1: bad. Yeah, I mean, I can answer that question because I know him so well after working with him for so long. I mean, Antoine and Jason and I know him really well. Um, he really was never gonna do a franchise. He just, he doesn't really believe that he's the guy to do franchises.
0: That's what I always heard. Yeah. Yeah.
1: What he likes is he likes Robert McCall. So, Mm -hmm. you know, and he likes Antoine Fuqua.
2: And he likes that of all his movies, the real, real guy on the street, woman in the market, doorman in the hotel. They ask him about when is he going to do another equalizer? Not because the other movies weren't good. The other movies have been great. They connect with his character in this movie, unlike all the other amazing roles
1: he's brought to screen. That's what's so great. He told Antoine and Jason and I a story recently where he was walking into his building in New York, uh, and he had got a nomination for whatever you know. Everything he does, he gets nominated for, and he he thought the doormen were going to say to him, "We love blah blah blah," and instead they said, "When's Equalizer three coming out?" <laughs> so that's his whole thing you know I mean he and he loves he it. want to give the public what they want yes that's very important and he does he does certain movies for himself he does the August Wilson movies for himself and then he does these kinds of movies which he knows the public loves for the public because he, he wants to give the public a gift
0: tell me this is not the final one please just tell me this is not a trilogy yeah. there could be a
2: fourth We'll tell you Monday, uh, September 5th.
0: <laughs> Antoine, once all of these strikes have quelled, what have you got in the hopper? What's the next thing for you?
3: You know, I, I, don't, I don't know. I mean, I'm, I'm just sort of sitting back a little bit and figuring out what I'm going to do next. You know, I've been, I was working on Michael Jackson, the movie, uh, but there's a strike and that, so everything's on pause. I think the next thing for me is getting my kids back in college Yes. Figure it that's out. That's
1: the biggest that's the biggest production he has.
0: <laughs> yeah. No one does film noir like you. Does the genre have longevity even in the streaming era? Like
3: meaning on the big screen? I, I think so, absolutely. I think we just have to just tell the interesting stories and interesting characters. You know, people love a good story and filmed uh in a cinematic way, absolutely. Yeah.
2: But I can say what's a true test of that is, when you look at Barbie and Oppenheimer, thank God are they big successes. Yeah. Thank God are they breathing life back into the business. But you know what they both are? Complete, utter, unique visions of filmmaking. That Barbie, that, 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 that the, the, the pastel coloring, the, the palette that they used is so unique. And then what up, and then what Nolan did, and then what Antoine does, this is the time. What I'm saying is, we are at the height of technological filmmaking, what we can do and how we can kind of provide these cinematic experiences. And we just think that this strike right now is happening at the worst
1: possible time, but we want everybody to come out of it happy. Also just to say what Jason said, you know, Greta is a singular filmmaker. Chris Nolan is a singular filmmaker. Antoine is a singular filmmaker. I think these singular filmmakers, yeah, they're going to continue to to bring us big fat hits, and they and they, they, they all three, all three of these filmmakers understand audience, you know, they're not making a movie for three people to go see in their backyard. <laughs> so I think, you know, that's where we, that's where Jason and I, as producers benefit working with someone like Antoine where you know, he, he's not afraid nor is Denzel in this genre and in these kinds of movies to make commercial films. And Sony and Tom Rothman, to his credit, fully supported it.
0: Have you guys ever considered, going back to some of the original, is there like a signature episode in in the TV series that like...
2: We literally never, I grew up with the show. We didn't take anything. We only took the title, we took the title. honestly. We yeah. And we knew that... It was a show about justice in some regard, but what we've done with it was trying to make it our own. And, and that's what Antoine's done since day one.
0: I was just curious because of the fact, like Star Trek, there's con. <laughs> I didn't know if like Equalizer has yeah. its, has its con.
1: I've never, I've never seen the show. Jason's never seen it. Uh, we loved the title. When it became available, we wrote a check out of our checkbooks and we got it. And we sat with Denzel and and said, "Are you ready for a potential franchise?" And then we sat with Antoine because obviously we knew Denzel and Antoine had a great thing, and it really just came together. It actually all came together very easily. It wasn't a complicated thing, Uh, and because the first one worked so well, you know, it just it's 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 been really a, a pleasure. Three movies, of course, it's have bumps along the way because every movie does but you know we're a very trustworthy team and stony has backed us up
0: antoine how do you map this out how do you map out one of these movies is there a rehearsal ahead of time do you shoot fast or when you have the action scene you have the action scene and it's done even if it takes a week
3: yeah the the action scenes yeah we we rehearse some We, you know, choreograph them. Denzel works with stunt. He's very big as we all are on safety, things like that. So we take our time with the action scenes. We don't rush those things at all. Um, also, as a great actor, you have to make sure that the action is a scene, it's not just a gratuitous action scene. He's performing, in the scene, you know. Uh, even if he's fighting, there's a performance happening. Um, so we take our time there.
1: Yeah, we had, a, we had Bob Richardson, who Antoine and I had done Emancipation with before. So to have a, a DP that's Bob Richardson, because there's only one Bob Richardson, right. he is incredibly fast and efficient, and he and Antoine fit like this. I mean, they're literally like hand in glove. Mm-hmm. I've never seen a better, in, in all the movies I've made, I have never seen a better partnership than Bob and Antoine.
0: Gentlemen. I can't thank you enough. Equalizer 3. Thank you. Spread the word. Thank you. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Crew Call Podcast on Deadline. Make sure you subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts so you never miss an episode.